listening to Speaking with One Voice with Rodney Payne. If you have any comments, questions, concerns, topics you'd like discussed on the show, or if you'd like to be a guest on the show, please email us at rpayne at onevoiceinc.org. That's rpayne at onevoiceinc.org. You can also search for us on Acast, Google Play, SoundCloud, and iTunes. Just look for Speaking with One Voice. Now, here's your host, Rodney Payne. Hello, and welcome to Speaking with One Voice. I am your host, the coach, Rodney Payne. Thank you so much for joining us yet again for another episode of Speaking with One Voice. Our podcast is designed with the leader in mind. If you're an entrepreneur, an emerging leader, C-level leader, executive uh, looking to grow in your leadership. You have landed in the right place. So hang out here with us for about the next 20 minutes and we'll see if we can add value to you. I want to remind you of an opportunity that we have right now. An opportunity is that you can experience Live to Lead in your office. Live to Lead is this amazing event that we have with John Maxwell. It's happened eight times and John Maxwell brings together world-class leaders and it's about a half-day experience. And this year, we have at our disposal Jeff Henderson, Jamie Kern Lima, Valerie Burton, Ed Milet, and uh, John Maxwell. And so if you are of an interest in bringing this to your office, uh, anywhere where you're listening, we can come to you and we can do a private rebroadcast of the event. And we can also offer you some customized leadership solutions for our time there. So if you're interested, just reach out to me rpayne at onevoiceinc.org, O-N-E-V-O-I-C-E-I-N-C.org. And we would be happy to reach out to you and bring this great program to you. Also, if you're not doing so, please follow us on social media at Rodney R. Payne, at Rodney R. Payne, Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, Twitter, and yes, TikTok. So we want to make sure that you are in the know. We like to add value to you every day. You can reach out there and be ha- we'd be happy to connect with you and make sure you have your notifications on so you can get information about our free webinars that happen on the third Tuesday of every month. And so we've got one coming up this month on November 16th. So you want to get registered for that. It is free. And we've got a great opportunity on Saturday, November 13th with John Maxwell himself. So it's an exclusive opportunity. So if you will go to our social media pages, you can get that information and get registered. Remember, totally free. So with that being said, let's get to today's topic. Today, I want to talk about the power of 30 minutes. The power of 30 minutes. I really want to look at what can you accomplish in a half hour. That's really what we're looking at. As we embark upon this next week, we're coming to a part of the year in the central region of the United States where we observe what's called daylight savings time, and it comes to an end this weekend. Most of us actually look forward to this time when the time changes because in the fall, we gain an extra hour. So with great anticipation, we look forward to that extra hour of sleep that comes on a Sunday morning as our clocks automatically roll back an hour. And so for most of us, we get that extra hour of sleep and it is a wonderful day. The only drawback, if there is one, is that it gets dark at five o'clock in the evening. Now, my question for you today is, what would happen, what could happen if you considered this extra hour as bonus time for more than just sleep? Let's think about that. What could you accomplish with this extra hour? I realize you're going to have to give it up 
in the spring if you're in a place that, that observes daylight savings time. But, but you've got a good window here to really be able to deal with this. What could you do if you chose to use that hour as bonus time? So when we look at the end, uh, we're right here, we're nearing the end of the year, we're in November, we're down to 60 days or less, um, there are two things that should come to your mind when I ask you about this extra hour. Uh, one is that you should look to finish this current year strong. You should look to really finish this year strong. And, and number two is you should be planning now for next year. Uh, th that's, that's how this works. So how can we leverage this small time that I'm going to call it 30 minutes, and I'm going to tell you why in just a minute, but, but what could we do? What is the power that could be gained in this small increment of time? Well, let's talk about finishing strong. First thing, finishing strong requires focus. Finishing strong requires focus. Where you direct your attention determines the effectiveness of your focus. Many of us have focus, yes, but we're not always focused on the right things. So what we want to do is make sure that as you look to finish this year strong, that you're focusing on the right things. And most of us probably think either we are or we know we're not, but have we really given context to what the right things are? Have we really thought about what the right things are? If you want to finish the year strong as a leader, there are three things you need to focus on. One is I want you to revisit your strategic plan. I want you to revisit your strategic plan. You set some objectives and you, you decided what you were going to do at either this time last year, at the beginning of the year, you kind of charted your course. I want you to go back and revisit your strategies. Are you executing those strategies? Are they showing up in the way that you want to? Do you have results that are in line? Have you abandoned your plan altogether? Or, or where are you? So it's key to have um, some, some type of measurements, right? So, so step one is to revisit your strategic plan. Well, step two is measure your progress. How am I doing? One of the things about a strategic plan a plan is only as good as the measurements around it, right? So if I have no way to assess how I'm doing, I can't determine my success or my failure without some uh, ambiguous measuring system of, of just saying, well, we're doing better than we were. What does better really look like? So you want a very specific measurement plan for your strategies so that you can measure your progress. Now, what we know is that to finish this year strong, the year is almost over, and I think every leader can benefit from narrowing your focus. That's right, narrowing your focus. You, there are, if you look at your strategic plan, many things you have been unable to accomplish or you didn't get to or they're not going to make it by end of year. But there are a few things that you can do now and you can make a really big difference in moving the needle in your company, in your on your team, in your business. You can. So if you will narrow down that focus. That's what's going to happen. Narrow down that focus, and that's going to help you to end the year strong with some wins 
that translate into momentum as you move into 2022, the next calendar year. So if I can look at my plan, I can identify where I've missed it, where I've done well, I've measured my progress, and now I'm going to narrow my focus and run for the next 60 days with everything I have to accomplish just a few things, a couple of things, or maybe even one thing, but do it well, it will position me to build upon that momentum as we enter the first quarter of next year. So, so finishing strong requires focus. So revisit your strategic plan, measure your progress, and narrow your focus. Now, in planning for next year, next year, as you look to plan, one of the things that I, I think is critical, before you get into the strategy, before you get into the strategy, I want you to take this personally. Personal leadership development is going to take you to the next level uh, quicker than any strategy because it's going to change how you do your business. So the first thing you want to do in planning for next year is to determine your disciplines. What are your guidelines? What are you going to use? What are you going to uh, do? What, what will be the way you do your business? What measures that? What tells us when we're outside the lines? Um, for me, you all know this, I am a person of faith. So as a person of faith, the first thing that matters to me is going to be my faith that aligns my character, integrity, and my decision-making. So you want to determine your disciplines. Uh, there are so many things that I want to accomplish in a given day, a given week, a given month, a given quarter, and even over a, a given year. So what will I discipline myself to do? What, what will I take? And understand, disciplines are developed from, I'll, I'm going to use a faith term here, but I want to define it without faith. So whatever discipleship mechanism I've been a part of, and discipleship would literally be, mean what I have applied myself to in teaching, what methodologies I follow. When I determine those, uh, how I've been discipled, now I can develop disciplines according to my teaching. So you want to go and, and, and look at what's best in your industry. Look at the number one leadership experts. Look at, at people who are best in, in your industry at doing what you want to do. And then develop some guidelines that's going to help you to do it the very best way. So those are your disciplines. Now, Next thing you can do in planning for the year is not just determine your disciplines, but you also want to develop your team and yourself. You want to invest. It's so important to invest in your personal growth and development. As the leader goes, so goes the team. In John Maxwell's number one selling leadership book of all time, John gives us 21 irrefutable laws of leadership. Law number one is the law of the lid. The lid, it really, it talks about how your capacity as a leader impacts your team. What John concludes is that the team will never outgrow the lid of the leader. And that's important that you understand that. So you have to make it your business to be better prepared to grow and be a better leader next year than you were this year. And the only way that happens is by investing in your personal growth and development. You want to raise your lid. I can't express that enough. You want to do that. So let me give you a couple of ways you can do that. One is, is through subscribing to industry publications that are going to help you, that are going to help you to grow 
in your industry. And two is by conferences and workshops. Uh, you have so many options available. There are so many that are free now. Uh, some are, are not free, but they are virtual. So you can pay a fee, but you can stay in the presence of your home without traveling during COVID. And then some you can go off-site. I want to encourage you to make sure that you invest in your development. Other ways you can do this are by hiring a coach, a personal executive coach that's going to help you to get from where you are to where you want to be. And I like that. And, and, and also another thing that we have available that, that, that we try to help people is we get involved in group coaching, in, in, uh, in group coaching. So, so um, I, I want you to look at those ways to develop yourself. So we're talking about how to plan for next year. So first, determine your discipline. Secondly, develop yourself and your team. And then thirdly, detail your strategy. Get very specific. Get very granular. Make sure that you're looking at every possibility for how you're going to move. When you, You've heard it said the devil is in the details. I'm telling you, if you'll take the time to plan for it now, you'll avoid some things and you'll also save time doing things later. Because one of the things I've learned over my years of leadership is that failure to deal with it now only postpone you dealing with it later. The problem is the smallest the problem will ever be is today. Every delayed day, it grows and gets bigger. So you want to make sure that you put details to how you plan to get there so that you know exactly what your next next year, next level strategy will be. So you want to take time to do that. Get input from those who are going to be a part of the plan. Make sure that they are, are buying in. They buy in better when they're able to have some skin in the game. Having skin in the game means they get to think about what they want to do and, and how they can see this being better. And just remember that there's no one person in any room that is as smart as and has the experience of the collective of the room. That is so critical because when you think you have all the answers, and I, my high-capacity leaders, there are so many things that they do very well and so many things that they do better than anyone else in their brand that they feel like they have to do it all. But if you give someone the opportunity to do it their way and give them time to grow and you no longer have to do that, now you as a leader can focus your time and energy somewhere else and now we've just gotten better because we've raised up a leader. So we have to be willing to detail the strategy, pay the price up front so that we can be great later. We want to make sure we pay the price up front and pay, and pay the price of greatness up front so that you can experience greatness later. That's what I want you to get out of that. So, so we've talked about finishing strong, Make sure you revisit your strategic plan, measure your progress, and narrow your focus. Uh, planning for next year, determine your disciplines. What are your guidelines? Develop your team, uh, your, your, yourself. What are you going to invest? Make sure that at personal growth and development for your leadership team and for yourself is a part of your budget. You have to put that in your budget. You need to spend money on yourself. And finally, detail your strategy. Let's get to the nuts and bolts of how we're going to blow the cover and the lid off of our business. Now, today's topic is the power of 30 minutes. So what does all of that have to do with the power of 30 minutes? Well, the power of 30 minutes is we're going back to daylight savings time. Most of us will receive an extra, and I use air quotes for that, 30 minute, an extra hour per day starting on Sunday. Well, what I want you to do is I want you to consider this. What would happen if you took 30 minutes of that hour and put it into your daily rest? 
Think about this. If you put it into your daily rest, and I mean from, from now until daylight savings time begins, use 30 minutes of that hour to get rest, dedicated to your rest. Think about this. Most leaders don't get enough rest in the first place. And, and just as an aside, on November the 16th, I'm doing a webinar that, that is focusing on rest. You can find out information on that at our social media pages at Rodney R. Payne. Most of us don't get enough rest. So what happens if you give yourself 30 minutes of that hour to, to go directly, to be dedicated to setting a bedtime, getting in bed 30 minutes earlier. Uh, 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 that way you have that time to rest, to wind down. If you understand that we don't get enough rest in the first place, 30 minutes can change your life. And, and think about it. Most leaders, I've found, actually undervalue the power of rest. We think, I, I, I've heard it said so many different perspectives, uh, I'll sleep when I'm dead. I, I, I get all of that, and, and I get that you have to be willing to go the extra mile, and I get it that leaders don't sleep as much as everybody else. They've always got things going on in their mind. So I'm only asking you to consider giving your body that's designed to have rest, give it 30 more minutes. For some people, you realize that means going from four hours of rest per night to four and a half hours or, or five to five and a half. Not, not, not much, but it's incremental. And I want you to value rest so that you can be at your best. Um, so don't undervalue this. This is important. See, most leaders don't recognize the risks associated with not getting enough rest. Because when you don't get enough rest, there will be the occasional day, afternoon, week when your body says, okay, that's enough. You won't treat me fairly. I am going to shut down on you. That's when sickness comes in, perhaps obesity, uh, uh, different sickness, uh, diseases and type things because you're not allowing your body time to recover. You can't push, push, push and never rest. So I want you to take 30 minutes of this quote unquote extra hour and dedicate it to rest, dedicate it to rest. What about the other 30 minutes? Now, now I want you to catch this. Now, now if you just did the rest thing, and it, you, it would improve you. It would make you better. But how about you take the other 30 minutes? This is the power of 30 minutes. The other 30 minutes, the other half of the extra hour, and, and take that to apply it to reset. The, the first 30 minutes is rest. The second 30 minutes is reset. What is reset? Start with the very simple things of, number one, reset your daily calendar. How many of you are really counting the time? What I have found is many of us waste time doing things that prevent us from being productive if we only had a guide that would help us, and that guide is your daily calendar. Your daily calendar is only as good as your willingness to submit to it. If you don't respect your calendar, no one else will. If you put in place your calendar requirements, others will respect it. Let me help somebody. My wife and I have a standard date. I don't deviate from that date for anyone else. I put that in ink in my calendar so that that time is set aside for my wife. And there are a couple of times that are set aside for her because she's a priority to me. She, priority to me. She's very important to me. So I, I want to. So when I when I block that time, I don't want to miss that time. When you begin to respect your calendar daily, that's how you reset. You can find better uses of time. You can get rid of things that shouldn't be there. You can make room for things that should be there. Uh, being a man of faith, I'm going to tell you: reset your devotion. 
What do you do that feeds you on a daily basis? What what do you do? You have books? Do you have journaling? Do you cat? What do you do? Do you sit out on the back stoop and have a cup of coffee? And what do you do? Uh, Reset that devotion. That's important to reset that devotion. And then piggybacking on one of the things we talked about in planning uh, for next year is you also want to reset your development. Understand you are the last one to get the time that you have available and you're the first one to give up the time you need. So what happens is we as leaders end up burning the candle on both ends and we we shorten it. So we, we, we've, we're the last ones in the budget. I can't afford to take care of me, so I don't do things to add value and develop myself. And then when I do add value, if there's a crisis, we cut. We're the first cut. We're, we're the ones that's not. We're not going to take the paycheck. We're not going to do the extras. So I want you to reset your development. And then finally, the last thing I want to tell you is reset your commitments. Every high-level leader I know, every high-capacity individual I know, every high-net-worth leader I know, these people that I have the privilege of coaching, every one of them is overcommitted. Every single leader I know, I want you to reset your commitments. Are they essential? Are they beneficial? Can someone else do this in order to make sure that you give yourself 30 minutes of this extra hour to reset yourself. Listen, I'm your host, the coach, Rodney Payne. Thank you for being with us on Speaking with One Voice yet again for another opportunity to grow together. 30 minutes must be dedicated to rest. 30 minutes must be dedicated to reset. There, my friends, is the power of 30 minutes. I hope you have enjoyed this as I have enjoyed the opportunity to add value to you. Make sure that you reach out to us at rpain at onevoiceinc.org. Get your team ready. Let's invest in this fourth quarter and have me bring live to lead out to you either the end of this year or the beginning of next year and help get your team on track by hearing from world-renowned leaders such as Valerie Burton, Ed Milet, We're talking about Jamie Kern Lima, Jeff Henderson, John Maxwell, and we can add customized uh, solutions just for you. Make sure you do that. And we're talking about rest. Do me a favor. Get a hold of my webinar content at at Rodney R. Payne, all of our social media on November 16th. We're going to talk more about rest. We're going to help you to get there so that you can experience the best version of yourself every day in every area of your life. Until next time, this is your host, the coach, Rodney Payne. Let's keep growing together. You've been listening to Speaking with One Voice. Please remember to follow Rodney Payne on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Rodney R. Payne. We'd love to hear from you and get your feedback, so please feel free to leave us comments. And if you would, rate and subscribe to the podcast. We'd appreciate that as well. Don't forget to set up for notifications so you can get the latest updates and social media posts and get new podcasts when they're released. As always, use the hashtag speaking with one voice or simply SWOV on any of your social media posts. On behalf of Rodney Payne, thanks again for listening to Speaking with One Voice.